Welcome, welcome, welcome to Crafty Village, your home of local crafts, be it pottery, dyeing, weaving, beading, leatherworks, and many more. Crafty Village is the best place for you to get any kind of information you are looking for on your local craft. Local craft says a lot about a country's tradition and culture and I believe you know it. They also act as a form of preservation for the country's tradition. Today's episode is going to be on the different types of local crafts and their features. I'll be taking you through the first half of today's episode, but before I continue, I'd like you to um, review what we learned last week, which was about the association. So we got to know the association of the local craft vendors, we got to know the rules and regulations, we also got to know um, the activities in the local crafts vendors association we got to know about what you need to be a part of this awesome association so please try your best and join this association for your own good so back to today's episode our first craft to be discussing is kente kente is known as a national cloth as it speaks volumes and volumes of our rich heritage it's a small prominence in the Volta and um, the Ashanti regions of Ghana. Each Kente cloth you see around has um, a name and it can be derived in various ways. So a Kente cloth can derive its name from the weaver's experience. It could be a dream the weaver had or something which influenced him when he was weaving the cloth. It could also be from a proverb. A Kente cloth can derive its name from a king or a queen who did something good and also it can be derived from past historic happiness. In a Kente cloth, there are different patterns being combined to form the whole piece. Most of these patterns come in colorful shapes and symbols. We all know the Edinkra symbols, the Jinyame and the rest. They are all seen in Kente cloth and this makes it more beautiful. Some of these names um, of the Kente cloth include Obako Mumai, which means one person does not rule a nation. We also have the Sikafutro, which literally means gold dust. And there is the Tukukrantuma, which means Tukusol cloth, and many other names which are given to Kente clothes. In recent times you know one lady told me that in the past there were two um, popular patterns which were um, Adrini and Nyansa but in recent times they take one um, pattern and they use it for the entire Kente cloth so it's either um, Adrini or Nyansa so if you get the one with the Adrini <laughs> doesn't mean you don't have the Nyansa or anyway it is just a question um carrying across so moving on to the next craft is the art of beading beads comes in various shapes colors and sizes in contemporary times um, the use of beads have taken another turn aside it's used for necklaces anklets and waist beads like um, the past as is now used for slippers bags hairbands and many more there are various types of beads and this include the seed beads, stone beads, crystal beads, sugar beads and local beads. You select them based on the color you want, the 
type you want and what you want to use it for. So beads are used for celebrations in festive season when you go to a festive occasion like the Home Award, the Asafutufiame, the Hogotrocho, you get to see women adorned in these colorful beads and dancing to the rhythms of music. And beads also is used as a fashion statement to some people. Beads even served as a currency during the butter trade in the pre-colonial era where they exchanged the beads for things like sugar, milk and others. And did you know that to get a smooth glass powder for your bead making, you are likely to pound it for an hour or more in order to achieve your desired results? To me, personally, I don't think I'll do something as such. But well, people go through this process to bring out the beauty of the Ghanaian culture and I think they should be appreciated for something as such. The next on the list is batik, a fabric whose patterns are produced using the tie and dye waxing method. They are mostly made in blue, yellow, green, brown and indigo dye colors. Batik is made using the hands and the wax used for the design can be recycled and um, used again to make new designs, hence it is called removable wax. The parts where the wax is used does not get dyed and that is how the patterns are formed or created. Most of these patterns used um, for designing are from the Dinkra symbols and these symbols such as the Sankofa Yen Tree, Edinkra Hemne, Akuma Tonsu, Akuma Junyame among others are prominent designs used these days for the batik. One should note that no matter how a batik is imitated, the beauty um, is that no two fabrics are the same. You can try to imitate a batik you saw in town or anywhere but there is always going to be a difference. Batiks have been known to promote Ghana's tradition through its designs and creativity. But it's quite sad to note that the purchase of batiks keep declining yearly. Tie and dye is another form of local craft, this time without the use of removable wax. Tie dyeing is also done using the hand just as batik is done. This time, the colorful patterns are created in the fabric by gathering together small portions of materials and tying them tightly with a thread, rope or tie, then soaking the tied cloth into the dye which is also known as the dye bath. The beauty of the cloth is gotten from the tied side which was not affected by the dye bath. With tie-dyeing, one can immerse um, the cloth into the dye bath more than once to achieve the desired results. So when the clothes are untied after the dye bath and drying, voila, that is your pattern. So the next um, craft I'm going to be talking about is the musical instrument. Instruments that are beautifully carved to produce the best rhythms in the country and beyond. There is the drum, an additional skill to men if they know how to play it, and I mean play it very well, not just the tapping wahala. Each drum set produces a different rhythm. I am sure the drum lovers will know what I'm talking about. So for um, the rhythms, we have drum sets, and these drum sets help produce the best musics we have around. 
So we have the Adua um, drum sets and as part of the set, we have the lead Etum Pine Pair, we have the support drums, we have the Apentima, the Branko, Pitya and Dondo. We also have the Kete set which has the lead drum, the Quadrum, the support Eku Quadro, the Ebruqua, Apentimai, Dondo, Slate Bell and Shikes or Chikori. Yeah. And aside drums, there are other musical instruments that fall under the local crafts. That is the almighty xylophone. I doubt if the youth these days can play that instrument. We also have the rattles, um, which are mostly used by cultural troops when they are going for events or they are being invited to welcome a person. We also have the calabash. Yes, the calabash. I remember how it was used to make music. Um, in the past well it's accompanied with um, other musical instruments it's mostly um, with the rattle or the kankugui which is um, an iron material which looks like a bell it is used against each other to produce music these crafts show us who we are it defines us and makes us know that um, we are not just people but we are a community we are a society and these crafts are there to tell us how rich our heritage is. So I'm going to be dropping the mic here and my colleague will be continuing with the unique features and the um, local crafts we have in Ghana. So kindly enjoy the wait as he also comes in and shows you where power lies. Local crafts has become a driving force to Ghana's development because not only does it attract foreign investors to boost our economy, it also showcases our cultural values on the international scene. Over the years, foreigners have been attracted by the rich culture of Ghana as a result of our local handmade crafts. Some of the other local crafts have been talked about in the previous episodes. Today, our focus and attention are going to be shifted on clay crafts. Clay crafts are also part of a locally handmade crafts. Not only did God make man from clay, he also taught us that clay can be used for many other important purposes. Back in the days in our villages, before modernism, clay pots were used to cool off our water. There was no refrigerator, and even if there was, there was no electricity to connect it for its usage. Clear pots was the only source to keep water cool for pu public consumption. Earthenware bowl was used commonly in the olden days. However, its usage has never been less important even in this era of modernism. 
the inception and the introduction of blenders has not reduced the importance of earthenware bowl in our mother's kitchens. It is still the preferred commodity that is used to grind our vegetables. And in our local eating joints, earthenware bowls continue to serve a lot of people because it is in it that the fufu, banku, and other local foods are served. In the olden days, there were calves made from clay coated with ceramics. There were also bowls made from clay which was coated as well with ceramics. These were very useful in the sense that that's what it was used to serve visitors whenever they come into our house. They were used in our homes in the olden days and they made life at the time very interesting. Ovens are also made from clay. Ovens that are used by many bakers to bake their bread are made from clay. Aside that, back in the olden days, there were small ovens that people could make and mold. Full styles like cassava, plantain, cocoyam, and others were roasted in these ovens. The health benefits and implications that it has on the human body when these foods are consumed can never be overrated. Clay pots have become a thing of the past. However, most people still rely on it in many villages. We cannot forget how these crafts have become so important to us even though we are in the era of modernism. Clay is useful. But it can be useful also in showcasing our values and our culture. And that will be the end for today's episode. Thank you for having the time to listen to us. Thank you for having the time to learn more about local craft. And we are very grateful. Crafty Village, your home of local craft. Thank you once again.